Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. You may or may not know that over the weekend I was a part of a team that tried to not only break but smash the world record for the world's longest spin class. Yeah, essentially a spin class is, for those who don't know, because trust me, Haim, I know that you know them well after 30 hours, but there's people out there who have never been in one. It's like those stationary bikes that you sit on and ride, exercise bikes. Someone at the front is like, all right, guys, and in 30 seconds we're going to increase our resistance by 20% and go hard. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. And you had to do that. That for 30 hours there was a man on the mic, there was music blaring. I could not have done it. The sensory overload and the physical challenge of the whole thing ugh, makes me shiver. Yes, uh, sleep deprivation was a big thing as well. And I think that was the thing that really uh, hit me uh, for the, th- the 30 hours staying awake, essentially. Yeah. So it all started at six o'clock on Saturday morning. Uh, and I, I tell you, it was hard from the very beginning on certain parts of the body. So during the day on Saturday, it was hard, obviously, on your butt, getting used to the seat, but also the legs because you're pedaling the whole time. Mm -hmm. When you'd normally be asleep, and for me on a Saturday night, that would be at 9 p.m. So (laughs) anything after that was sleep deprivation. So between 1 and 5 in the morning, we were all in a world of hurt. I could not have done what you did, Haim. It's just absolutely insane. Now, at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, we officially broke the world record, which was held uh, only only since August, actually, by a New South Wales team. So we their record was 27 hours and 53 seconds. Mm. So at 9 a.m. and 53 seconds, we broke that. Wow. That poor cycling team who did all of that just in <laughs> August, only to have it obliterated yeah, right. by you. Yes, that's right. But, you know, they're from New South Wales. Who cares? Uh, so that was good news. And then we kind of thought, ah, oh, it won't be too hard. We'll do an extra three hours and we'll get to midday. Can I just say? That extra three hours to get to our 30 hours at midday was the hardest three hours. Horrifying. I would have dropped out. I could not have done it. Yeah. And then at midday or thereabouts, this is what happened. 10 seconds in a 12 record, longest static swing. got there. We not only broke the world record, we smashed the world record and there was a whole bunch of people there, uh, which was great. Uh, but also, can I just say a big thank you to the team from World Gym, because not only, obviously, was it held there, but they looked after us the whole time. So they made made sure they had runners getting us water and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we had plenty of food and we, were, we had people coming to give us a massage when we needed it in order to get us through. So uh, we got there. 16 people and the instructor, Michael. So 17 people uh, made it from the beginning to the end. Not one person dropped out. And I thought, Paris, that we were going to lose a couple, including myself. But no, we powered on. And got there. Yeah, all I can say is that it's really, really lucky that I did not win that bike race <laughs> last week because, oh my goodness, I yep. could not have done the 30 hours. You've said that your taint is tarnished and we all know it well. But- I just could not imagine the world of pain that you're in right now. Yes, I cannot focus. The sleep deprivation is the thing. I can't focus uh, at all. I actually was having a conversation with my father-in-law on Sunday on the drive home. I fell asleep 
mid-conversation, as in I was halfway through a sentence and I just went out. So I, I, it's going to take me a little bit of time to get over it, But uh, I, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that I'm meant to be thanking and I just can't remember. I will do that when I actually get my memory again. But uh, a big thank you to Michael, who was uh, the instructor, and he's the guy that talked through the whole thing and got us through the whole thing. It was his idea in the beginning as well. But we've finally got a world record, which, uh, which is good. Which Congrats. Is great. Thank you. If you've opened up your newspapers or even opened up news.com.au this morning, you would have noticed that things are looking a little bit different. Heavily redacted front pages this morning, and it's all part of a media campaign called Your Right to Know. Now, this campaign is aimed at pushing the federal government to lift laws on our journalists and on our media and certain things that they report. And on the line this morning, we've got Headley Thomas. He's from the Australian and the Teacher's Pet podcast to talk more about everything that's happening. How are you doing this morning, Headley? And what exactly is going on here? Yeah, hi, Paris. What's going on is media companies and journalists have united in uh, a fight for freedom of the press. We've had enough, more than enough, of governments restricting the right of the public to know information that the public funds, that is information that departments and governments generate. But because politicians and their minions don't want to be embarrassed they are going to extraordinary measures to try to suppress this information, to intimidate whistleblowers and prosecute journalists. And it's it's gone past a tipping point, and that's why we are now pushing back very robustly and demanding that the Prime Minister and senior advisers to him, federal ministers and state governments, take stock and look at how what's going on is not healthy in a democracy. Now, this follows more than 75 laws that have been introduced over the past two decades, which essentially criminalises journalism and whistleblowing. What sort of consequences can journalists face if they are to breach these laws and share information that the government doesn't want them to? Well, the journalists face prosecution and we're... um obviously concerned about that risk, but more concerning, and 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 this should be more concerning for all of your listeners and for all Australians, is that there is a chilling effect on society when this is actually done, because people who have important information that is in our our interest, our collective interest to know about, information that governments want to cover up because they don't want to be embarrassed. Have you yourself uh, ever had an issue with this? Well, I have. And I've had, for example, call charge records from my phone being um, uh, monitored and, and, and studied to try to discover who has called me, who I have called. I don't know how many times my phone may have been um, tapped by police. It may never have been, but again, we're not we're not allowed to know. Um, the laws that give governments the ability to demand from telecommunications companies your your call charge records uh, are such that we we never we never know about these uh, efforts by stealth, and so we're going to extraordinary measures where there are very delicate stories and sources very concerned about being identified. We're going to extraordinary measures to try to protect them, and we shouldn't be having to do this. You know, this is criminalising journalism, and it's preventing the, the right of all Australians to know what's going on in the governments that Australians are funding. 
Yeah, and these type of things that cover a lot of sensitive topics like, yeah, aged care abuse, even the selling of Australian land to foreign owners, a lot of things that people do want to know about. And that's why this media campaign is so important so that people are able to get informed. Not just the media are involved, though. People can get involved at, involved at yourrighttoknow.com.au. What exactly can people do there? People can express in, in the strongest possible terms that uh, they stand with us and they are determined to see, as we are, changes to the laws so that this culture of secrecy that has been creeping up on us and has really done almost in, in almost all cases for the for the benefit for self-serving reasons for politicians and their, and their minions, it's got to stop. Secrecy is bad. It can be deadly. We don't find out about problems because they're concealed. It's it's crazy times, isn't it? And quite scary. I didn't even know that this kind of stuff was going on. So uh, to learn that this morning is just amazing. Headley Thomas from the Australian and the Teacher's Pet Podcast, thank you very much for clearing a few things up for us. Mate, thank you so much, Hamish and, and Paris, for, for giving me the opportunity. We can all make a difference here. On a Monday, we like to just throw out statements from what we've been thinking about or doing across the weekend and hope that we're not left hanging. Yeah, we just hope that someone says, Oi, you know, it's not just you. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. You're not alone. Exactly. Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. It really just depends, to be honest. Well, that's right. It is a fine line, and that's why we start every statement with, Is it just me? Mm. Because sometimes it is just us. Other times, well, no, it's not. No. All right, I'll start. Is it just me? Or does everyone, when they have sore legs, wish that every place with steps needs an elevator? Yes. Three steps, where's the elevator? Mm, it's not just you. No, that's where I'm at at the moment. Like, what about people mm. who can't walk up steps? You yep. start thinking about them a lot more yeah, often. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Is it just me, or am I actually glad that I didn't ride 30 hours in a spin class <laughs> over the weekend? Because, hey, mm. initially, you know, I wanted to be there. Yeah, you did. But... <laughs> The fact that I couldn't be. Yeah. It's not bad. No. Not too bad at all. No. Well, going on how I'm feeling right now, you made the better choice. It's messed up. Yeah. Uh, Is it just me? Or does everyone think it's a little weird that 12am comes before 11am? Oh my God, I know. I mean, it's so weird. You go 9am, 10am, 11am, 12pm. I feel like it should be... 12 p.m. is midnight, 12 a.m. is midday, and then we kick over into the a.m.s at 1. Yeah, you go from the Uh, a.m.s to the p.m.s, the p.m.s to the a.m.s. Yeah, anyway. A.m. to the p.m., p.m. to the a.m. You know the uh, Kendrick Lamar song? I do now. Yeah, you know the one. (laughs) Is it just me or am I getting conjunctivitis? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I would have. I mean, it's called pink eye for a reason, and I can't see that your eye is pink. But, but it's really crusty, and it really hurts. Yeah. And it's swollen as well. Yeah. Maybe it's time to go to the doctor. Oi, doc, come on, check out my heart rate while you're at it. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come in here. Hey, one last one. Is it just me, or does everyone think as an adult you have the right to buy and eat a whole cake by yourself if you want to? But good old common sense tells you you shouldn't. Yeah. And then you don't. Yeah. It's the it's society that says you shouldn't. Yeah. But if you want to buy a cake today, go buy the cake. I went through a phase of going through a whole pav every week. 
That's weird. Then it made me violently ill. I stopped that face. So weird. Yeah. Because you've got to make the pav. Oh, no, I bought the pav. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, you made pav. No, nah, it's a great pav. Yikes. It's a great pav. That's I don't why. know. I really don't know. Anyway, I did have to stop for health reasons. <laughs> anyway, that's his adjust me for today. Over the weekend, I went to a big radio event. It's where essentially everybody in radio all goes to one place and celebrates achievers yeah. and stuff like, like the that. the logies of radio. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I went to it and there's a lot of parties and mingling and networking events when yeah. you get there. So needless to say, a lot of people say, Oi, how's it going? Mm. Introduce themselves and you immediately forget what their name is. Yep. That's definitely a problem for me. <laughs> I do it with everyone I meet. Yep. I always forget their names to the point where I've got no shame in saying to someone, Oi, what's your name? Yeah. But on the odd occasion that I don't want to ask you again because mm. I know that they've recently told me, I like to employ one method that has recently been popularised, but mm. I've been doing it for years, yes. and that is the Instagram method. So when someone introduces themselves and you forget their name, say, oh, my God, dude, I can't believe that we're not following each other on Instagram. Instagram already, mm. and you pass them your phone with Instagram open. They type in their name, you follow them, and then you've got their name saved. Oh, and you can double lovely. Check it. That's, That's what I do so that I yeah. never ever forget a name. Works every time. Yeah. Has never failed me. Mm. Always works. The Instagram yeah. thing, flawless. A yeah. flawless way of finding out a name you've forgotten. Mm. <sighs> Not when you do it twice. <laughs> Because over the weekend yeah. at this event, yeah. I ran into someone who I ran into the first time yeah. last year right. at the same event. Yeah. And when I said, oh, my gosh, you should follow yourself on Instagram. Yeah. They said, this is your thing, isn't it? And I was like, what? And they're like, this is your thing. This yeah. is what you do. Yeah. You get people to follow themselves on Instagram. Yeah. You know their names. And I was like, uh, no. And he was like, no, I know it is. I know it is. You did it to me last year. <laughs> and he's like, is it about the followers? Yeah. Why do you do it? He was like really defensive. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. I just it's uh, yeah, uh, I just didn't realize that I follow you. Oh, it's just the algorithm on Instagram. I haven't seen you post. And he's like, yeah, okay, mate. Walked away. Wow. Didn't see him for the rest of the event. Wow. The Instagram method, mm. a good method, a risky one. Don't use Very it to the same, on the same person twice. No, Ricky for the bicky, though, <laughs> if you need to find out the name. Okay, good to know. Let's go! Trending now at hits.com.au. It's that time of week where we get the pleasure of catching up with Dean McCarthy live from LA. He's got all the inside scoops that you need to fill in your Hollywood goss. How are you going, Dean? Good morning, everyone. Hi, guys. You know what? I'm loved up today because... Jennifer Lawrence got married this weekend. That is a fun, cute Hollywood way to start the week. She got married in Rhode Island to her, you know, new husband. He's kind of like a finance guy or something. Not as famous. He then cooks something. No one really knows who he is, which is funny because half the wedding was like famous celebrities like Meryl Streep and like Adele and Emma Stone. And then you've got the other half of the wedding was just regular people. So it was quite funny how they all blended in together. But yeah, she's married, done and dusted in Rhode Island. Yeah, I had no idea that Jennifer Lawrence was even engaged, let alone getting married. But good for her. Congratulations. And I really like it when celebs get together with normal people. With normals. Uh, uh, It's funny (laughs) that uh, everybody knows that Jennifer Lawrence got married. They just don't know who to. Yeah. Like some guy. Yeah. Who cares? She was at a wedding. Happened to be hers. (laughs) Now, in other news, Brooklyn Beckham is dead. And it's not without a hint of weird controversy. Absolutely bizarre. Here's what happened, right? She, he's dating a girl that looks exactly like his mother. 
He's dating a girl that looks so much like Victoria Beckham that she even once modeled as a Victoria Beckham lookalike. No. <laughs> it's no. hilarious. No. Yeah. That's so yeah. gross. And you know what? She's gorgeous, obviously. She's gorgeous, as you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, but she's Still. his mum. Yeah. So she's gorgeous, yeah. but like. Looks like mum. I mean, I mean yeah. we all think I'm our mums are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there's therapy needed somewhere along the lines for that one. Uh, all right, Dean, thank you very much for the update. We'll catch you same time next week. Bye, guys. Want more Hamish in Paris? Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.